Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deppin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the word of the day, uh, the seed of the day that we uh, hope will change your life and plant something in your life uh, that can help you the rest of eternity. Today, I just want to lift up out of the book of Acts, beginning in that 16th chapter. Our job here on earth is to love one another. Jesus said uh, to love God with all our soul, mind, strength, and body. And also, he said, love thy neighbor as thyself. And if we're going to be part of the holy family of God, we have to remember that we have brothers and sisters that may need our help. They may not look like us, may not be from the same background as us, may not have the same experience of life and journeys that we've been through. But yet, and still, they're still our brother and sister in Christ. Uh, this holy family of God, that uh, where God is our father and Jesus is our brother that prayed and stepped out on faith and saved our lives. And we have the Holy Spirit that's in us every day of our life, that's here, able to make a difference in our um, hope and our joy and counsel us in times of trouble and be a light in our pathway. And we're so happy today that uh, we have a holy family that we can call our own that sits in heaven. And no matter whatever you're going through, whatever um, you've been through, uh, we still have to look at the big picture that God is on the throne. And when we have a father who sits on the throne high up and he's lifted up, we don't have to worry about what tomorrow may bring. Because long as we trust and believe in Jesus, everything will be all right. Although sickness may come, heartache may come, trials may come, famine may come, financial situations may come, whatever it is, uh, long-suffering and caring for a loved one and trying to do your best, and it seems like the best not coming together. But I'm here today to tell you, just hold on to God's unchanging hand, and when you hold on to him, you have something that will never let you go even in eternity. And though the devil may try to slay me, uh, but life may try to shift me like wheat, but I shall stand with the glory of the almighty God. To God be the glory. I just want to lift up out of the book of Acts. Well, Paul is traveling on one of his missionary trips. And as he's journeying alone, he's finding himself uh, growing closer to God. Uh, you're never too old or never too big or never too spiritual um, founded that you can't grow closer to God. Every day of your life, you should strive to live and grow closer to God. Whether reading your scripture, whether praying, whether fasting, whatever it is, you ought to take every day and spend some time with God and grow in that relationship that's so fruitful and so blessing and so merciful to have. And that's the relationship with Jesus Christ. But as Paul traveled um, do his missionary trips, uh, we find him in the book of Acts, 16th chapter, where he shows us what love is all about and what it means to be part of the holy family of God. 
and how God can use you if you truly believe and trust in him and look over the ism and schisms of this world and look over people and their backgrounds and things like that and look at people as being a child of the almighty God. In that scripture in Acts 7, 16th chapter, the Bible says that Paul is traveling and he finds himself in a situation where he um, has headed down to Philippi. And he gets down to Philippi and he's preaching and he's teaching and he's uh, baptized and he's changing lives. He's planting the seed of the church where he's going to eventually write the Philippian book to that church at Philippi. And while he's down there, he goes out to the outskirts of the city and there's a lady by the name of Lydia. Lydia was a woman who made purple garments. Purple garments were precious in that day and time, cost a whole lot of money. She was from a city called Tyria, and the place where she was from was an elegant place, a beautiful a white castle city. It's found in the book of Revelation as one of the churches that um, God talks about in the book of Revelation and talks about what happened because they were so rich and so glorious and the city was so magnificent and the city was um, a white castle city. So Lydia had some money. Um, she was from the suburbs of Philippi. And the Bible says she lived outside the city gates, but Paul goes out there and he begins to preach. And she didn't know Jesus for herself, and she's listening to him, and something draws her to what Paul is saying. And she comes up to him and says, um, this one you talk about, uh, what does it mean that I have to be saved? And the Bible says that she gave her life to Jesus and got baptized right then and became a beneficial factor to the ministry of Paul for the rest of his life because she supported him with her finances and her blessing. And God changed her life all because Paul went to a place where he normally would not go. He went to the outskirts of the city, the suburb, and met a rich lady by the name of Lydia, and he preached the gospel and showed her love. And by his act of love and kindness, this rich woman became a believer in Jesus Christ. Not only that, if you go down to that 16th chapter, 16th verse, in that uh, 16th chapter of Acts, after he baptizes Lydia and she begins to study the word of God and become close to Jesus and um, thank him for introducing her to the Lord and Savior. They're walking around the city and a damsel who's demon-possessed, she's walking the street of the city. And she's a soothsayer. She, she's, that means she's a palm reader, a fortune teller. And many of the men in the city were making money off of her and using her in the wrong way. And they were making great gains, the Bible says, of what she was doing by soothsaying and palm reading and walking the street. Um, after so long, this lady who was demon-possessed, she knew who Paul was. And she stood up and said, this is the man that brings salvation and teaching from the Almighty God to the city. Uh, see, she couldn't help herself. Even though she was being possessed, she had a spirit that knew who Jesus was and knew who Paul was. And she couldn't help it by announcing that. 
And everywhere they went in the city, she would follow Paul and she would say that. So Paul turned around one day and said, loose her and let her go. And that very hour, the Bible says that the demon came out of her and she was free forever. Uh, see, that's what the power of God is able to do. Uh, when you don't look at people in their situation, but you bless them and encourage them and loose them from their bounds. And that's what Paul did. Paul turned around and he cast a demon out of her. And many people in the city got mad because, especially the men, because they lost their moneymaker, their best thing that was walking the street. They lost the benefit of having her and lost their great gain. And because of that, they, have the, they had Paul beaten and thrown in jail. See, Paul didn't look at people where they came from. He didn't look their background. He didn't look upon their uh, financial situation. He was able to bless Lydia in the suburb and also bless this damsel that was walking the street in the city. That's the kind of love that we should have for one another right now, that we should look over faults. And there's a blessing in loving your neighbor. They became part of the family of Christ because Paul was able to look over the differences between him and the two of them. If you keep on reading in the book of Acts 16 chapter, um, after they beat Paul, they threw him in jail. And the jailer is watching them one night. And the Bible says about midnight, Paul and Silas begin to sing and to praise God. And when they begin to sing and praise God, the Bible says that uh, the chains were broken and the doors were open. And there was a great earthquake that shook the foundation of the jail. How many of y'all know praise makes a difference? Praise is able to set you free and praise can deliver you and separate you from your trouble. When you're in a situation that you may be in that you cannot handle, um, you, if you start praising God, you'll forget all about that situation. Uh, it's freedom in your praise and the devil can't operate when you're praising. Uh, when praises go up, blessings come down. God inhabit the praises of his people. Uh, while Paul and Silas are in the jail and they begin to sing at midnight, there was a great earthquake. And the jailer woke up and he was afraid because they would kill you if you lost your prisoners during that time. And you were the one that was supposed to take care of them and look after them and keep them um, in captivity. But the Bible says that all the lights and the candles went out. And so it was dark when the earthquake happened. And when the earthquake was finished, he, the jailer ran into the cell where Paul and his prisoners were located. And Paul said, oh, stand at our hand because the jailer wanted to kill himself because he thought he had lost his prisoners. And Paul said, don't, don't do that. We're all here. None of us have left. And the jailer said, go get the lights so I can see. And so they brought the candles in. They saw, he saw that everyone was still there. No one had left their captivity. Uh, even though they was captive in the physical, they was free in the spirit because they praised. And the jailer looked at Paul and the Bible says in that famous scripture, he said, well, what must I do to be saved? I want to serve a God 
that can shake the foundation and set the captives free. I want to serve that type of God. And Paul told a man, he said, believe in Jesus Christ. And the jailer said, well, can I be saved and my family? He said, uh, Paul turned around and said, if you believe in Jesus Christ and your family believes, uh, you shall be saved and confess your sins and believe in your heart and confess it with your mouth, you shall be saved. And that day, uh, the jailer went back home with him and his wife and his family. They gave their lives to Christ because Paul spread the gospel even to his jailer. Paul was able to share love with Lydia, who lived in the suburb, the rich lady that helped them in ministry. He was able to love and share the gospel with the damsel who walked in the street, making money for the men of the city because he loved and looked at the family of God uh, and the people of God, not from where the situation they may be in, but because God is love. And then he was also able to love the blue collar worker that had him uh, in jail. His own jailer had him locked up, was watching him and keeping him from his freedom. He was able to love him and spread the gospel also to him. And the Bible say him and his family were saved. And I'm here today to tell you whatever you do, this year, 2020, remember what you're here to do and that's to love your neighbor remember the big picture that we're all part of the family of God if we believe in Jesus Christ and trust and believe in him and uh, follow after his teaching and read his word we're part of the family of Christ and we confess our sins and we're holding on to God's unchanging hand so don't look at your neighbor as being different from you uh, um, don't look at your neighbor as being an outcast. Don't look at your neighbor, the one who may be walking the street, as being um, a lower class than you. Don't look at the one in the suburbs as being um, high and mighty and um, they can't come down to your level. Don't look at the one who may be working the night shift, um, the jailer, keeping Paul and all his other captives and working a night shift and doing what he had to do to take care of his family. Don't look at um, the different situations of people's lives and judge them. Because the same way you judge yourself, be judged. And I'm here today to tell you whatever you're going through, remember God loves you. We love you here at Neely. And remember, keep a smile on your face because that smile may be helping somebody along the way.